The Jet Set Breakfast. Music, culture, lively and critical discussions on SAFM. So we have an SMS or a WhatsApp from someone saying, can uh, we not forget that the pandemic continues and we should continue to wear masks, which does take us rather beautifully into the next interview, where in Finland they are pioneering using sniffer dogs to test for coronavirus. Now, historically, we've spoken about uh, pouched rats, African pouched rats that are able to sniff out uh, mines and also TB. Now we're looking at dogs that can sniff out coronavirus from the samples that they are given. On the line with us, we have Professor Anna Hilm-Bjorkman. Prof Hilm-Bjorkman, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Prof, perhaps you could just explain to us what exactly is the process of uh, the dogs that are sniffing out coronavirus? Well, uh, all passengers that come to Helsinki Airport at this time are offered uh, two free tests. One of them is the normal PCR test and the other one is the corona dog test. So what happens is that the passenger walks through customs and comes out and there's a kind of a a house or a small hut uh, with two rooms in it. And they go into the first room where there are sterile swabs and they swab themselves in the neck and cheeks and forehead and uh, then they put the swab into a kind of a small metallic jar and the dog handler on the other side of the wall uh, takes the jar from a hole in the the wall, gives it down to the dog on the floor and the floor has, uh, on the dog has what we call a scent track there. So it will have about three or four other from from other people that we know that are negative or positive and then we ask the dog to, to look at the new sample together with the other ones and um, by that we have about one minute gone uh, the dog takes about 10 seconds of that and in one minute we are able to take, tell the passengers uh, that it was uh, he was never negative or, or positive Prof, I mean is the success rate 100%? Well, it's not really 100%, but it's very, very close. So uh, what seems to be the case with the dogs is that they're very sensitive to this smell. And um, they, just as you said in your introduction, like the pouch rats in, uh, in Africa for tuberculosis, these dogs, uh, they find it quite easy to find a, a diseased sample. Yeah. And we use both urine and sweat and saliva, and all of them seem to be usable for dogs for this work. What kind of dogs are they? Are they a diverse type of dog, just any old sniffy dog? <laughs> <laughs> More or less, yes. Uh, actually, the, the most important is that you find a dog that is uh, has a good nose, and for the other thing that it's... Uh, very, it does like be rewarded, and we use usually food reward. Yeah. And uh, then, of course, uh, we have used dogs that have been using diseases uh, for five years before. So for them, it was quite easy to train them. Whereas if you start with a puppy, it will take you about one and a half years to do the whole training. So the best thing is to to take dogs like police dogs or custom dogs that are yeah. used to. The sniffing kind of biological sample. 
So we wouldn't be looking at a pug, for example, as a sniff dog. Well, actually, in our one of our uh, experiments at one time, we had a French bulldog, which, which is nearly as a pug, nearly yeah. has as little a nose, and actually, it 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 did quite well, and that was very much of a surprise to us. We actually took it there because we wanted to see that it would be very much worse. But actually, this one uh, pug that we, or French bulldog that we tried, wasn't very much worse. So. <laughs> Prof, I've, I'm trying to imagine if, uh, when you do this, does this? Do you think this is lowering the costs? I imagine it should surely lower the costs of um, testing for COVID. Oh, actually, immensely. We we calculated that uh, having uh, having the same kind of human uh, resources that when you make two hundred tests, you can make uh, or uh, two hundred corona tests uh, a day. You can do about two thousand corona uh, dog tests per day. Yeah, and uh, there's. We're actually sniffing samples at the moment, but uh, if we would get dogs to start sniffing people just walking by, uh, that would be even cheaper. What we're doing now, we're calculating that we're saving about 8.1 million euros per month. Wow, that's absolutely incredible. Is this something that you're going to scale? I mean, I understand that you work with uh, four dogs on duty, two of them working and the other two resting. Are you going to scale this in a big way? And certainly this sounds to me like it's something that could be scaled not just in Finland, but certainly around the world as well. Actually, I've even had people phoning me from South Africa. Brilliant. And uh, we are also, we're working with, uh, with some people in Namibia and in Kenya doing the same so uh, we're actually helping people in about well well over 20 countries to get this started and uh, I if we would have more money in Finland I could easily scale it up on on uh, uh, you know to, to have enough dogs to kind of open up the whole society again but uh, it's always a question of money isn't it it is always a question. So just lastly, you said that um, the dogs, in addition to having a rather interesting job, they do get rewarded uh, on a daily basis or whenever they've finished sniffing out uh, COVID, whether it is there or not. Uh, sorry, I didn't get that question. I, I said that you are rewarding the dogs. You did mention that. Just tell us uh, you, how that works. Uh, how we're rewarding them? Yes. Ah, yes, sorry. Uh, yes, so uh, we use raw meat that is actually uh, dried uh, yeah. because as the dogs are working many, many hours a day, they're going to eat a lot of their of their feeding <laughs> uh, kind of normal dinner during yeah. working hours. So we're seeing that the food that they get is very nutritious and good. And uh, so as all of our dogs or most of the dogs uh, are are eating uh, raw food, which means that it's kind of mostly meat and fat, and and then raw vegetables and and uh, oils and things like that. So we've uh, been able to dehydrate that into a, a kind of a treat. Uh, 
which is the one that we reward the dogs with. And they're actually, they would kill for that. <laughs> very good <laughs> Prof, um, in closing yeah. I, I can't, why wouldn't people do this? I mean, I understand that Finland is the only country, second country to have uh, started looking at that, there are many other countries as you say, that are starting to study canines as a coronavirus detector, but why wouldn't people do this? Why wouldn't countries do this? It cuts your costs down dramatically it, it seems like it's a win-win situation well, that's what we all who do this have been saying since since March or April, uh, when we started, uh, you know, doing research in this and could see that this was very, very uh, easy to do. It was easy for the dogs. Uh, it's it's very accurate, and so there's a kind of like you say a win-win. I think that mostly the biggest issue is probably uh, that we need some type of a paradigm shift because the dogs have been doing, working for police and customs. This is actually dogs working for doctors. And mm. although I've been doing research on, on cancer-sniffing dogs and uh, pain, chronic pain-sniffing dogs and diabetes-sniffing dogs and epilepsy-sniffing dogs, it's, we, we've had actually a hard time doing research on all of these things because there's not, we haven't been you know, uh, successful in getting very much grant money because it's kind of a new thing, although it's been around since actually 89. Yeah. So so um, I think it, it kind of needs a paradigm shift, which is, is mostly maybe among doctors and among veterinarians that, that the dogs are, are actually so accurate and that they could be used of... Uh, you know, by all of us who, who I'm a veterinarian myself, and uh, and I I would very much. I mean, we're we're doing a project as well where dogs are sniffing actually mammary cancers in other dogs as well. Wow! Apart from the human cancer uh, research that we're doing, so uh, even for veterinarians, uh, it would it's a it's a very very useful tool. A uh, uh, second place where I, I actually see that we can use it is uh, is helping technology, health technology getting better. So uh, as the dogs are so much more sensitive and specific, we can actually help to sensitize uh, equipment. And I think that that's something that maybe be going to be the level uh, that is going to change things because yeah. usually machines, like other machines, and I think a lot of people who who are looking at diagnostic tools, they actually like the idea of the nose being kind of a machine that has been perfected yeah. uh, during two million years. Finally, Prof, we do have a question from one of our listeners saying, if a dog is sniffing samples, do they not then contract or contact contract the COVID symptoms? Uh, no, actually, dogs have a, what we call a suboptimal receptor to COVID SARS two, and uh, we uh, we can see PCR uh, levels rising in the dog, but we've never seen and never has it been reported that a dog would get any clinical signs, and that also includes losing their smell or losing their taste buds. So, uh, so we're not really afraid of that, but of course we're trying to protect the dogs just so that if they uh, go home and sniff on their uh, or, or sneeze on their ha- dog handler that they wouldn't 
uh, give the disease uh, further. But uh, the the samples that we are using are actually totally non-contagious. We're using these sweat samples, mm. and uh, they have been looked at in in our group, uh, and we've just realized that there is no virus. Uh, yeah. Or in the sweat sample, so it's something totally different that the dogs are probably smelling. Professor Anna Hilm Bjorkman, she is uh, one of the pioneering project managers of a project in Finland using sniffer dogs to test for coronavirus. Seems to me that this is something we should be looking at here in South Africa. As she says, she has had some support from South Africa to potentially look at it here. Lowers the cost dramatically. Whoa, that's what we need. Cost less, test more. It's 10 to 8.